In today's podcast episode on the Physically Jacked and Financially Stacked podcast, I'm going to talk to you about what I wish I knew when I started my online coaching business. Before I begin, my name is Charlie Johnson. I run Seven Figure Scaling Systems, the world number one fitness mastermind, helping fitness coaches scale to financial freedom and to have more impact. Now let's get into it. So I left my full-time job uh, end of March, end of February 2018. I went balls deep into the world of online coaching and growing my business. However, I've done a lot of things over the last few years which have been suboptimal, waste a lot of time, waste a lot of money, and I'm gonna to talk to you those about today so you don't make these same mistakes. And there's quite a few that bear to mind. So we're gonna come back to one of the most recent ones which was at about a year ago in January 2022. And this was in regards to a cost, a mistake that cost me $80,000. Now, what did I do? I was on a mission after getting divorced and moved to Dubai, I think I wanna conquer the world. Uh, I'd set up 15 different lead generation strategies on my whiteboard of terms of how we, CJ Coaching was going to dominate the focus of fitness and we were going to high sign up every fitness client in the world and no one else would have any. Did it work? The reality is you cannot focus on 15 different lead generation strategies at the same time no matter how much you outsource and hire other people. So I'd hired other people to do all sorts of things, TikTok ads, YouTube ads, a 90-day uh, evergreen lead generation system and then the biggest mistake I made was this. I hired a tech team that got recommended to me from a mastermind and I, A, didn't negotiate what they wanted in terms of pay. Um, I just took it on face value. The guy told me he was a nuclear submarine engineer, seemed super smart. He was also quite jacked and into fitness. Talked a good game. And the big thing I forgot was that when people are interviewing for jobs, they're selling you. And I was sold hook, line, and sinker. And one of the big things with this that we took from that experience is when I spoke to him initially on my own, I was like, this guy's fucking amazing. I told the other heads of the department of my team, this guy's amazing. Now, what do you think happened when he spoke to him individually? They thought he was amazing. Why? Because I gave them the cognitive bias that um, I'd already told them they were good, so he presumed he was great. And they didn't want to go against what I thought. So one of the key things in terms of hiring and firing people and growing a business and any decisions you make is to make sure that there's not like anything that's biasing the decision. So I actually learned this from the book about Amazon, which I think is called Working Backwards, where when they're hiring someone, what they do, anyone who's going to interview the person, they don't talk to each other about that person or how it went until all three have interviewed them. So there's no like preconceived ideas. Because what happened with the team I hired, they initially started at $10,000 a month. And then things weren't moving quick enough for us. And he said, okay, we can bring on the rest of my team. It'd be $17,000 and we can get everything done for you quicker and you can scale faster. And I was like, I'm in. Um, and lo and behold, three, four months online, we wasted money on two different CRM systems that didn't do what we wanted to do. They set up an, they were trying to set up an ad tracking using UTM codes that didn't work and just generally was a complete balls up waste of time. Um, and we cost us like $78,000 in the end. So I don't want you to make these mistakes, which is one of the reasons why I like to teach from experience in terms of what not to do as well as what to do because it's very easy to get sold down the rabbit hole of this. And sometimes within your fitness business, one of the key things you need to think about is keep it simple because the more complex something becomes, the more difficult it becomes to scale, which is why realistically you should always have one program, mainly one or two traffic sources, and one type of client you're trying to serve. If you're trying to beat everything to all people, that will never work and will just become a bit of a mess and become mixed messaging. The second big mistake which I have 
done over the last few years, which we spoke about one of the first podcasts I did was uh, in terms of not managing our payment disputes correctly. So this is a key thing you need to make sure you're doing. If you're getting payment disputes with a payment processor, you need to make sure you keep that percentage below 1% to make sure you're not gonna have any issues where they're gonna shut them down. Because this happens a lot all over the t- all the time. And I actually remember when I first started my fitness business, I didn't even know what payment dispute was. I didn't even know it was taking money out of my payment processor. So I remember having loads and I was like, I didn't really understand why. And that was my own naivety. And that's one of the things that, again, we help clients with within the mastermind to understand, okay, this is something you need to get a handle on and something you need to do in terms of better customer service. Because generally with any business, as it grows really quickly, you're going to run into issues in terms of where maybe fulfillment's not where it should be. It's slipping through the cracks. And particularly going into the world of like running paid advertising, I would say respectfully, 5% of the world is probably clinically insane. So if you're going to sign up a thousand people, you're probably going to get 5% who are complete fruit jobs and then you're going to get some weird people you have to deal with in terms of complaints or weird requests and that's just the way the world is and that's something you learn over time and this is one of the things that we also tell you tell clients when they're struggling with uh, their own fitness clients and some of them being difficult if you have clients like that they're not worth in terms of coaching but just getting, giving them their money back and getting rid of them so that would be a big big lesson in terms of that the next thing i'd say is success loves speed but speed only comes about by doing the right things at the right time and not going chasing the woman in the red dress. So this often come has been solved for me by mentorship. So having someone who's got a bigger business than me, who's achieved what I want to achieve, to be like, I'm thinking about doing this, do you think I should do that? And they're like, that's a terrible idea. I'm like, mm, maybe I shouldn't do that then. Because the amount of times I've gone off on tangents and spent time trying to do, I don't know, webinars, like quiz funnels to YouTube ads and stuff like that, where it's not worked, and I've wasted so many hours and so much like money on that, Whereas if I just focused on the basics of what worked and what's going to scale a business quicker, that would have a much more impact on the business overall. Now, when we look at the business overall for everyone, we have to think about different stages. So what we want to think about is the front line is where you can have the biggest ROI. So for example, if you've got the main source of traffic for you is your messaging people, you're engaging with your audience through Messenger, those people who do the messaging are the most important people because if they're doing really poor not generating many leads, your sales team don't have many people they can sell. So the higher the performance you get from those people, the higher the performance you can get from sales team. So always start at the beginning of the process, try and maximize that and then work backwards through that rather than trying to focus more, for example, on the sales team. Yes, you need to focus on your own selling, your own closing percentage, um, but trying to focus on the beginning part of the process, make sure that's correct and then take it one step at a time from there. Next big mistake I would say, I did things very backwards from the beginning. So I actually launched my online coaching business and scaled really quickly by doing a low ticket offer. So we had something called Shredinate, which was an eight week transformation program. We got up to the point we had a thousand people on it. It was crushing it, doing really, really well. Um, And that was like every eight weeks. The issue we had with that is that the friction of scale, there were so many people, it would actually crash the platform IPT hub, which is not a good software system, use kahunas. And the other thing I would say from that point of view is that the customer service that came involved with like the amount of revenue we were generating at the time wasn't was far outweighed. So the big thing you want to think about in terms of scaling your fitness business, which is what we do now, is you want higher paying clients who are going to pay you the money you deserve to then grow your business. You don't want to be like doing a fight to the bottom in terms of the lowest price point, which is probably the biggest mistake I see in particular with fitness trainers in the UK, because I think within the UK and Europe, people can be quite small minded in terms of the value they have to people's lives. Whereas if you said to someone, look, I can help you drop 30 pounds and keep it off for the rest of your life, what's that worth? That's life changes a lot of people because you're adding years to their life, improving their sex life, improving their relationships, improving their confidence, and you'll also improve their income and their work because if you're more confident, you're more outgoing, you're more healthy, 
you cannot tell me you'll not be more successful. So one big finishing point I suggest for you, do not undersell your service and the value of your program. You wanna create a premium program, a premium price, a premium product, and think of yourself as that and you will be successful. And this is one of the big things I struggled with. And I remember the first time I did a sales call and I signed up a client who paid 500 pounds, I think. I was like jumping for joy. Now, the reality is we now have fitness clients who pay to work with me like five to 15K and beyond. It's mind blowing. But that's what can happen over a period of time if you do the right processes, take the right steps and have the right value ladder in terms of ascension. Hope this podcast episode was helpful and gives you the knowledge that I've learned and acquired the hard way so you don't have the hardships and mistakes I have and the stress that's come with that because what you really want is business that grows, creates financial freedom, creates impact, and you're having stress-free living. If this podcast was helpful, make sure you leave us a five-star review. Check our IG, which is at 7 Figure Scaling Systems, and shoot us a message to WordScale if you need help with your fitness business. Mm-hmm.